Well, hello, everybody. Welcome to Got Your Ears On, our podcast here in trucker territory. Thanks to the folks at Progressive Commercial Insurance. Dave Nemo with you and uh, Tim Ridley and Michael Burns are on hand. And we're going to talk about building relationships uh, and uh, how much relationships uh, matter in business. In fact, relationships are the true keystone of any endeavor that we ever do. We all depend on other people. And the relationship is the link. Guys, uh, hey, how, I almost said good morning, but I don't know what time it is right now because we're podcasting. Tim Ridley, how are you doing? Doing well, Dave. How about you? Fantastic. And Michael Burns, no matter what time of day or night it is, it's great to talk to you. Well, thank you. It's my pleasure. Business is not just doing deals. Business is having great products, doing great engineering, and providing tremendous service to customers. Finally, business is a cobweb of human relationships. And that's kind of what we're going to be talking about today. Ross Perot said that. He's a guy that knew just or still knows quite a bit about business. And uh, we're going to kind of launch into uh, a discussion here about building relationships in business. And, and Michael, he's absolutely right, isn't it? It's the foundation on which everything else is built. If you don't have that foundation, you have built your business on sand. It is absolutely true. And, and by and large, people do business with people they like. People do business with people they want to be around. Uh, it has been that way since the beginning of trade. And I think it continues. We've met people through the years in our small business. We've met people that we had no business. Uh, we, there was no way to do business until we figured out a way to do business with them sometimes. That's because true. we liked them so much and we knew uh, they were good people and that they would stand behind their product or service, uh, whatever it was. Absolutely true. And uh, my favorite saying uh, with you and all the other folks here at Radio Nemo is, you know, you really don't know who you're doing business with until something goes wrong. That's when you find out who you're doing business with, and that's when they get to find out what you're made of. Indeed. Indeed. We've been blessed that, uh, by and large, just about every one of our sponsors here on the radio has been uh, the kind of people that uh, stand behind their products and, and go above and beyond in terms of customer service. And that has made all the difference because their customers and our listeners have told us that. But, Tim, you're the guy here who has owned your own trucking business. And you've seen trucking from just about every aspect as a company driver, as an owner-operator, as a small fleet uh, owner, and then uh, as a uh, person in management, a uh, fleet manager for a, a larger carrier. So you've seen pretty much uh, everything. You've seen what goes on behind the curtain and just about every curtain there is out there. Oh, absolutely, Dave. I have seen it from many angles and many aspects. And and one of the things about it is that when you're out there piloting that that uh, eighty thousand pound machine down the highway, a lot of times you don't really think about the gears behind the scenes. You know the the uh, how the gears have to turn for you to be able to get the freight that you have uh, to, to deliver where you're going and to keep you rolling and to keep the economy rolling. So there are a lot of fine, fine things and, and that you have to tune up behind the scenes, such as what we're talking about relationships. And if you, if a company does not have uh, a good uh, appearance out there and, and marketing and, and, a re and relationships, 
you can't make these business deals to get freight. So that's the forefront of it right there. You know, I I was um, I got a call on our radio program um, recently from a driver who is a driver, company driver. Uh, he works for a smallish company, about 20 trucks or so. And um, he says that uh, his theory is and his philosophy and his modus operandi, so to speak, is to make sure that his company is making money and to make sure that his company is doing well based on the simple premise that if they're doing good, then I can do good. If they're doing badly, I can't really do uh, well for myself. So it's a symbiotic relationship. But getting back to the actual um, trucking aspect of it, uh, Michael, um, as a company driver, you used to go to customers and if you liked them, uh, again, you made sure that uh, they had your card, your contact information, even though you didn't own the company or own the truck. You just wanted to make sure that you, A, were able to do business with people you liked, and B, you were sustaining that company's um, income. Oh, absolutely. And and strangely enough, now that we have uh, our own business, of course, I have uh, some people who who will go out and they will shake the bushes. And it's not just to do their job, uh, but they want to contribute. And contributing to the company, whether it's yours or whether it belongs to somebody else, that is a big step in finding out how to do business. You know, uh, the title of today's program or today's podcast is Building Relationships. And when you say that, it's like, oh, wait a minute now. What a, w- w- this is a commitment, you know, uh, building. Okay. Uh, well, so what are we leading to here? And it's actually, um, obviously, you want to have relationships, you need them. And maybe you don't need to so much build a mansion. Maybe you just need to kind of uh, erect a little pup tent or something of relationships. <laughs> and what I mean by that is, Let's say you're going into a terminal, into a receiver, um, or a shipper for that matter. Um, Do you need to meet the CEO and the COO and the guy in charge of everything? Um, No, that's nice if you do. But just knowing some of the folks that are working the docks, knowing the lady behind the desk in the office, uh, those little one-on-one relationships, they don't need to go very far, Tim. Uh, It's just that friendly word, the, hey, how are you? Maybe you bring up a little something every once in a while. Maybe they'll have a little something for you, maybe a little sample of something. It's just you keep those small little relationships going with the people that you're actually working with. You know, Dave, a very good point you just brought up because the driver is the the main salesperson for the company. And that's a lot of times that's the only person that they will see, that particular company will see uh, for quite some time before the salesman or saleswoman uh, actually shows up in person. Because so many of these, these, uh, are, are these business deals are made over the phone. Uh, but one of the things that you, that, that you do, and you mentioned about, uh, and, and Michael also was talking about, uh, behind the scenes as far as going to the dock or, or, or giving out a business card and so forth, that's, that's a real good thing to do because relationships are crucial not only for owner-operators but for company drivers as well. So for a company driver... And yes, it will be nice if he could uh, get to talk to the CEO or or COO, but it's not necessary, as you mentioned. You know, carrying around a, a business card and, and talking with the doc foreman or even asking, well, you know, can I 
can I meet the traffic uh, director for this company? Uh, you know, maybe I can speak with that person and, and introduce myself and let that person know that we have X number of trucks and this is one of our, our lanes that we travel uh, quite frequently. So if you have any excess freight uh, or perhaps if someone, uh, the company that you're dealing with, your house carrier, cannot handle it, give us a call. You know, give my company a call and we can perhaps uh, work something out and have a driver come by and pick up the freight and, and get it delivered. And and Dave, you, you, you uh, may or may not believe, I'm pretty sure you would believe how many deals I've made that way as an owner-operator. Started out as a company driver. And I would do this for my company. And then when I decided to become an owner-operator, a small fleet owner, actually, I, I did it sort of backwards. I became a small fleet owner first, but I still had those contacts. And in having those concept, contacts, all I had to do was make a few phone calls, and, and they remembered me. And, uh, uh, you know, I was able to do business that way. But once you get the business the relationship has to continue to be groomed and you don't get the business and say, well, I have it now. I can be lackadaisical. All I wanted to do was get the contract. That's a quick way of losing the contract. So what you do then is be sure that you are a person of your word. And that was that was one of the things that really catapulted me because any broker knew that if Tim gave his word that he that his driver or when I became just a single owner operator or when he said that he would get the freight there, I've had brokers tell me this. I've had dispatchers tell me, well, Tim, when you tell me that you'll get it there, I go home and I sleep good because I don't have to worry about you getting it there. So that's very important, Dave, in terms of keeping that relationship going and doing it that way, you get more business. Yeah, I'd well, like to add something to what uh, Tim said, one of his points about grooming and uh, it, it's true, but the person you're actually grooming is yourself because it's the truth of the matter is if you're not going to attract friends and if you're not going to attract people as a company driver, it's not going to change overnight when you become an owner operator. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> you either are a people person or you're not. And, and and interesting thing, because yes, it may be the person in the loading dock. It may be the person that you don't think at that moment can do you any good but uh we've all been in situations i recently got into a situation myself here uh in a new town and there was an elderly lady who sat at this desk and she was just as pleasant and as nice as you could be but it was quite obvious that she didn't have a lot to do with this company it took me quite a while to get up to the head person in that company and it was the easiest appointment I ever made. I asked uh, when I had the opportunity to, to meet this gentleman who was the CEO of this company, uh, why it was uh, so pleasant and so easy to get to meet him. And he said, because you've always been so pleasant to my mother. <laughs> so you just never know who you you're talking know, right? to. Yeah. Always be on good behavior. The unbreakable relationship right there. <laughs> Tom Rath, uh, the author, says our relationships with people are formed by small moments and relationships are crucial in business. And guys, uh, that this speaking about doing things kind of backwards, Tim, uh, I could have started this section of our podcast with that quote. But that quote kind of crystallizes what you guys have just been talking about. 
Yeah, absolutely. It, it is so important. It's, it's so true as well. And and, uh, and and back to what Michael was saying, it, it's true. You never know who you're talking talking to, and that person that you're speaking with could actually help get you, you know, the the deal that you've been looking for. And in this world of um, instantaneous communication, the more instantaneous the communication has become, it seems like the farther and farther away the people communicating are. In the world of uh, the high-rise business world, uh, where you um, are texting somebody in the next office, uh, or where you don't get a chance to actually meet your customers, say, three states away. A lot of times in, in the big city situation, you will be in a position where you'll hail a cab or maybe even now an Uber. And uh, the guys behind the wheels of those uh, taxi cabs, they always have something to say. And a lot of it is pretty doggone smart. And I know I've gotten out of taxi cabs in my life and said, Man, I don't know why that guy's not in office someplace. I mean, he's he knows what he's talking about. Why is he driving a cab? Well, he's he's got his own reasons for that. He may own the cab or, you know, something. But uh, what I'm getting at is uh, getting back to that loading dock. Um, the guy loading the trailer. He may not be managing the dock. He's certainly not running the company. But... He's been there a while. He's seen it all. He knows what goes right and he knows what goes wrong. And the point here is learn as you go. We And, you know, how many times, guys, if you had a, 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 one of our radio listeners call up and say, I've been driving for 37 years. I've got 3 million accident-free miles, and I learn something new every day. Where do you learn that stuff? You learn it from the folks who are uh, doing it. And we still have that opportunity in this business, the trucking business, to actually have those one-on-one, face-to-face, handshake, have a coffee together type relationships. We do indeed. And, you know, it's so simple, Dave, to begin it. It, it is so very simple to start a relationship. And, and simplicity is really the key to it. Uh, a little bit of research, a little bit of reading, a little bit of learning about uh, building relationships in business, uh, your appearance, you know, what we're doing as, as, as an owner operator, what we're doing as a businessman is we're trying to stand out a little bit. So if your appearance is just a little bit nicer than somebody else that's going to be along, uh, it will help you. Your professionalism, the way you deal with people, the way you speak, the way you communicate in both written and verbal communication, uh, how you market yourself, the way you follow up. These are all things that that matter. As Tim mentioned, you know, meeting your deadlines. Uh, We have a a favorite phrase around here. It's called under promise and over deliver. And we try to live by that all the time. But uh and inevitably, once you get the business, you're going to get to a point, too, where you have to deal with conflict. And that's what separates the men from the boys on this one and the ladies and the girls. And, boy, I just walked into gender no man's land there. <laughs> <laughs> you ain't getting no help from me on that one. <laughs> that's what separates the professionals from the also-rans. And, yeah. and that, is, that is absolutely right, Michael. And, and, and another thing, too, I wanted to you know, just mention this as well, is that the relationship does not start, does not end, rather, with the with the shipper or trying to get freed or at the dock, but if and especially if you're an owner operator, or actually if you're an owner operator or a small fleet owner, 
relationships in terms of vendors. You know, Larch always looked at it this way. I wanted, although I was a small fleet owner, I didn't have a hundred trucks or a thousand trucks, but with the amount of trucks that I did have, I wanted to operate it just like the companies that did have uh, that, you know, a thousand or a hundred trucks or a thousand trucks or 2000 trucks for that matter. Uh, I didn't want anyone to, to look upon me as, well, this small company versus this large company. I wanted to run with the big boys. So what I did was I knew I was going to need vendors set up uh, in various states for my drivers. Just in case something happened to the truck, I could tell them, well, look, take it to this shop. So how do you build those type relationships? You may not be able to do that nowadays, but believe it or not, all of my vendors were built on a handshake. Not It didn't matter what state I was in. And I would travel to some of these states and personally go. I would, And back then, of course, a lot of uh, young people don't know what, a, uh, what, what yellow pages are or a phone book. But it, it, I would look through the phone book sometimes. And, and, uh, uh, and, and once I got to a city and, uh, or a town or, or what have you, look for shops. And I would find a shop and I would give this person a call and say, look, you know, I'm going to come. I'll be in your area. Do you mind if I stop, stop by to introduce myself? And I would tell them on the phone my name and I was the president of of uh, of, of, of my company. I've mentioned the name of my company. I would stop by. And as you, Dave and Michael, have been talking about, you know, presenting yourself, it's all about how you present yourself. And I would be ready to to fill out a, a credit application, you know, for my company to get, uh, to get, you know, credit worthiness from them. And the, and every single one, I would get this, this statement, you know, you look like a man I can trust. Let's do it the old fashioned way on a handshake. And that's how, that's how I never yeah. filled out a credit application for my company in terms of setting up a, a an account for shops. Now I did for, you know, I had Detroit, I had a fleet of trucks with Detroit engines. Now I did have a national account with Detroit diesel, but you know, of course I filled out the proper paperwork for that and for the truck wash, you know, blue beacon truck wash. But, but as, as far as the shops that I, that I had set up as vendors in various States, they were all on a handshake. And again, you want to make sure that you do not let that person down, no matter what. Lindsay Fox is an Australian business person, so a lot of folks in the States may not know the name. But he said, personal relationships are always the key to good business. You can buy networking, but you can't buy friendships. And I think, again, that kind of crystallizes a little bit of what you guys are uh, talking about here this morning. Oh, you know, and, and, and the new buzzword for everything is networking. We have all of these uh, websites now where everybody hooks up and links up and meets up and does everything in the world, except uh, really develop a meaningful relationships. How many friends do you have? Well, I've got 5,917 friends and counting. <laughs> No, in reality, you probably have maybe a half a dozen friends, maybe a dozen if you're really lucky. You'll never fill that bus up, though, because it takes time and effort and uh, actually being there to really develop relationships and friendships. 
And um, you can buy networking, but you can't buy friendships. One of the other things, too, that um, really comes into play in terms of business relationships is the give and take. Um, You give and I take. Yeah, but maybe next time I give and you take. But advice, you know, we were talking about taking advice and, and getting some wisdom from the guy that's loading the trailer. And it's probably good advice, and he'll give it to you uh, if you ask and if you've developed even a bit of a relationship. Um, but I, I worked with a, uh, a radio salesperson once who told me, and he was very successful. Guys, he was really, really at the top of his game. This goes back quite a number of years. This predates the Internet. Let me put it to you that way. And he told me the key to his success was that he made himself indispensable to his clients, his advertising clients. He said, if one of my client's daughters needs a present for her birthday, they call me to see what I think they should get her. In other words, he really uh, inserted himself into the relationships. Now, again, that's a business thing. And you can say, well, that's kind of phony. Well, uh, I'm not making that judgment. But what I am saying is, is that when you give and you don't take, you'll get a lot more. I, I, at one time when I was in sales, Dave, and you are so correct about this, and it's not phony. It's actually just kind of an affirmation that you have to get every once in a while. But I was privileged to work under one of the best salesmen that I ever knew in my life. Uh, To this day, I I go back and I reach into my experiences with him and pull things out. But he actually decided at one point that things were going too well with this one particular customer. It was a gigantic data center in Silicon Valley. Uh, He deliberately planned it so that they were going to run out of product at midnight that night and he had four boxes stuffed in the trunk of his seven series bmw (laughs) 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 and it was up that evening and he invited me over to the house and we were you know having some friends over and it was a very pleasant experience and so forth and when he got the call at about a quarter after 11 that they were going to run out of product He said, I'll be right there. He ran in the other room. He put on a pair of pajamas and a bathrobe. (laughs) And we drove immediately to that data center and took those four boxes of product out of his car. There was a truck there the next morning to resupply. Now, that story is legendary. And I know the folks at that data center... If they're listening, know exactly who we're talking about. <laughs> That's one way of making yourself indispensable, isn't it? It, it is. And, and it gets back to what we said you know, earlier. One of the things I learned from him is that you really don't. Uh, every mistake's an opportunity. And when you have an opportunity and you don't have the answer in the trunk of your car, uh, there are several ways to, to resolve that. And before we end this podcast, uh, we'll talk a little bit about conflict resolution uh, as our final point. Okay. Well, let's, uh, let's go ahead and do that. We won't wait until the last minute because we don't want to run out of time because that is such an important thing to get through and to get over. 
It is, and and again, it is such a great opportunity. Uh, if your relationship is maybe a little new, or maybe it's untested, or everything has been going along so well for so long that uh, they begin to believe that anybody could do that, uh, it, it's important. And when you look at these mistakes or these happenings, uh, they are indeed an opportunity. The first thing you want to do in order to make this happen is to listen. The second thing you want to do is listen. And the third thing you want to do is listen. It is very, very important to hear what that person has to say, not trying to make excuses, not trying to defend your point. Just listen to what they have to say because you may find out that what they're upset about has nothing to do with what you think it is. <laughs> and, and be willing uh, to take the blame when appropriate. It's very, very important that you be willing to say, you know, I didn't see that coming. It was my fault. How do I make it right? You make sure that you understand what they're upset about uh, and then work toward a resolution that you are capable of accomplishing, something you can do, something that you can do right now to fix this and something that you can do long term. And that is very simply, if you can just string those four points together you're on a, a straight course to building a rock-solid relationship. And you just will not see a great business relationship like many of the ones that we have here at Radio Nemo. Uh, you will not see a great relationship that doesn't have some rocky points in it. That's how we mark great relationships. That's that's a, a a trademark that gets stamped on every one of them, and and I don't care if you go back to you know the kid you beat up in fourth grade and then you became best friends, or somebody who you almost lost their business and were able to rescue it. Uh, that that is truly a marker for a great relationship that you have been through some of these things and resolved them. I don't know if anybody has uh, noticed, but I've kind of strung some quotes from some uh, business leaders uh, throughout the podcast here. And uh, I thought I, I would leave everybody with a quote from one of the all-time greats, one of the icons in terms of not just business, but uh, relationships in general, and that is Dale Carnegie. And uh, Tim and, and uh, Michael, I thought maybe we would close with your thoughts on what he had to say. Carnegie said, you can make more friends in two months by becoming interested in other people than you can in two years by trying to get other people interested in you. Yes, Dave, I agree with that 100% because people will remember how you made them feel. People want to be made to feel good, feel important. And uh, Maya Angelou said one time, uh, this was a quote by her as well, people may not remember exactly what you did, or what you said, but they will always remember how you made them feel. And I've always tried to live my life like by that. And, I've, and I used to tell my drivers, whether I was a, a small fleet owner or in management uh, with a, a large trucking company, I would always tell them, you make sure you make the customer feel good, feel important. Always, as Michael just mentioned too, listen to them so that those those qualities uh, are, are priceless if you just listen and make a person feel important. I couldn't agree more, and you know me well enough, Dave. We've been together long enough that you know I would never disagree with Dale Carnegie. <laughs> 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 and it is so true. Uh, and I can tell you from my personal experience, 
Uh, my life, you can pretty much divide it into two parts. The one of the first one being that which is, I thought it was important to make people understand that I was smart and I had something to say, and it was basically a running monologue. Uh, and then I learned to shut up and listen, and that's when I achieved success. So <laughs> you can tie those two together. I think they're pretty closely connected. <laughs> Mark Twain had a quote about that, but we'll leave that right there. <laughs> well, I'm really glad I had a chance to listen to you two guys here this morning on, on, on a topic that is so basically important. You know, we've talked about equipment. We've talked about futuristic trucks. We've talked about all kinds of things. Uh, and we'll continue to do so on our podcast series called Got Your Ears On Here in Trucker Territory from Progressive Commercial Insurance. But I think that um, this is, uh, if not one of the cornerstones, it might be the keystone. In fact, I think it is the keystone of everything that we do going forward. Uh, no matter if you're a, a truck driver, a, a company owner, a dispatcher, a, a, a fleet manager, uh, doesn't matter. Uh, the relationships you can't you can't substitute good relationships for anything else. Well, um, we had our ears on. I hope you did too. And thank you so much for being with us here in Trucker Territory. We'll see you next time, Tim Ridley. As always. All right, Dave. We look forward to it. Michael Burns always uh, enjoy to and 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 learn a lot from what you have to say. Dave, it's always my pleasure to hang with you too. Thank you. <laughs>